everyone, welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host, and today I'm joined with Marilyn, the founder and executive director of Strive, Survive, Succeed. Okay, yeah, so just to start off, I would love if you could just tell us a little more about who you are and what you do. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Aline. Thank you so much for having me. So again, my name is Marilyn Dalgard and I am the founder and executive director of Strive, Survive, Succeed. And so with Strive, Survive, Succeed, we do provide, it's pretty much our mission to invest in society's future by providing opportunity and knowledge for youth to obtain a higher education. I grew up in Oakland. My parents are from Haiti. I was the first one born out of my siblings here in the United States. And I went to school in Oakland, and then I did go off to college and majored in business management economics from UC Santa Cruz. I worked a little, came back, and then I did obtain my graduate degree, my MBA from St. Mary's College of California. So in addition to Strive, Survive, Succeed, I am also working full-time as a finance professional for the Northern California Utility Company here. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, so can you tell me just a little bit about what kind of experiences and events kind of led up to you wanting to create more change? And it doesn't really have to be specifically through Strive, Survive, Succeed that you wanted to make that change, but just kind of generally when you felt like you really wanted to kind of make a difference in the world. Yeah, yes. And so overall, yeah, my parents are immigrants from Haiti, and they have really sacrificed a lot for me as well as my siblings. And they came to the U.S. for a better way of life for themselves as well as their children. And so just seeing the sacrifices that they had made as well as the obstacles that they had to endure, it really gave me that push, even as a child, just seeing that they what they have gone through. And as an adult, looking back, and just really being so thankful of where I am today. And so just with that experience and going through school and having that access to knowledge and experience in college and um, looking back at certain neighborhoods in Oakland, I knew that I wanted to really make that change. I saw that there is a need and I do believe that education and found and, and youth are a great foundation to bridge that gap. And so I knew that I really wanted to make some type of change just based off of the experiences in school as well as experiences um, in my own home setting. And just no matter how high a mountain may be or how low or deep a valley may seem, just really going out there and doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so in these experiences that you've had, you kind of summarized them a little bit. um, But do you feel like there was a specific story or situation that was just especially significant to you that um, really, you know, impacted your mindset or your life goals in general? I think just, uh, yeah, growing up, there's definitely a lot of, uh, in, in particular neighborhoods, just as far as incarcerations, homicides, violence, prostitution that are in certain neighborhoods in Oakland. And, you know, there are youth around, there are babies around. And I just felt that that was something that should not be. And, and there might not be uh, influence with the parents or influence with older siblings or older cousins where they can really get exposed to something different. And so with that, just really wanting to 
provide that impact and, and right now strive, survive, succeed to let the youth know that there is, there are different options. Um, and one of the options is higher education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely agree there. And, um, you know, I think that it's amazing, especially the work that you're doing with your nonprofit. And so I would love to learn more about specifically Strive, Survive, Succeed, and kind of what inspired you to start it in the first place and how you kind of got it off the ground. Yes, yes. So Strive, Survive, Succeed, again, our mission is to invest in society's future by providing opportunity and knowledge for youth to obtain a higher education. And the way that we do accomplish our mission, we do have scholarships. So we have scholarship recipients every year. And since inception, we have been able to provide over 20 scholarships to amazing students who have uh, gone through college. And so with the scholarships, it is for two years and it is a $2,000 scholarship. And each scholarship recipient, they are paired with a mentor. And so just having that mentor for the first two years of school really gives them that additional support an additional resource that they are able to connect with. This is someone who has gone through the process and they can share just on different resources and different experiences that they have had as they have gone throughout their collegiate career. With the mentorship program, we do have by or we have sessions every other month. And so this is one Saturday for one hour where we do com- come together virtually. And this is one-on-one time with the mentor and mentee. We also come together in the group and the virtual setting where we have a guest speaker come in and have discussions on different topics. And so this past year, we had a three-part session on financial literacy. This was something that was needed, something that the students wanted to hear about. So we did have financial literacy as one topic. We also talked about internships, just being able to obtain internships and where to look We talked about study skills. And so as far as the mentorship program, that will be starting up again in September. Also, in addition to the scholarships, as well as mentorship, we have college preparatory workshops. And with college preparatory workshops, this is uh, for our middle school and high school students in the area. And so this is on a Saturday morning where we do have different topics, different individuals who do come in and talk about Uh, different topics such as study skills, time management. Also, we have had SAT, ACT prep, or just a session on transitioning from high school to college. This is just really an opportunity where we have different topics to share with the youth as they do prepare for college. Yeah. And the last year, sorry, we have we have college campus tours. And so the college campus tours, we go ahead and based off of the different colleges, we have the firsthand experience of what college life is like. And so we have dorm tours. There is an opportunity to sit in a college class to see the difference of maybe a 20 seat class in high school compared to over 1,000 seats in in college. And so this is just firsthand experience of what college life is like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And you kind of talked about how um, you have, you know, that mentorship program. You also have lots of guest speakers. And so I'm pretty curious about the process of, you know, recruiting these mentors. Um, How do you, like, find these mentors or do they reach out to you? Kind of what that process looks like for you. Yeah, so it is both. So we, I do have a landing page on our website where, 
we do receive submissions on volunteer opportunities. And so one is mentorship. And so I have received multiple emails and submissions on individuals who would like to be a mentor, who would like to be a part of the program and, and they do support the cause. And so they would like to be a mentor. And I also do have different postings in, in different areas as well. And, and so just on volunteer match, um, also just within my corporation, with, within my, my job, just being able to also um, look for those who really do want to help and support and be a mentor to these students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And I know that usually when you start a project as big as, you know, a nonprofit or an organization, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort. So did you in the beginning, um, you know, go through any challenges or obstacles while you were kind of trying to launch the nonprofit? Or do you think it was maybe harder than you thought it might be? And um, just any other types of uh, related thoughts that you might have had um, that might have been challenges to you really um, expanding on this nonprofit? Yes, yes, definitely. So um, overall, I think it was more so self-doubt. And so just growing up, mm -hmm. I was more so a shy student, very quiet, and was horrified to speak up in class. And as I was starting the nonprofit, um, so when I did go to graduate school at St. Mary's, there was a class, business development, and this was a part of pretty much creating a foundation. And so this is, that was maybe the, the first start of Strive, Survive, Succeed. And once I did graduate, I, you know, a couple years did pass and then I did want to really push forward with this this thought and I submitted the paperwork and and it did come into fruition in 2014 and so just as I did go out as I did go throughout those years and just started the nonprofit I was scared of it not being successful and what others may say I think mainly based on my past and just being that shy quiet student and and not wanting to raise my hand, uh, the thought of what, if it was a wrong answer or, or what would people say. But overall, I did have to remove that idea of self from this project and knowing that it was not necessarily about me, but more so about the purpose and impact of helping someone else, helping the youth, helping the community and really changing youth's perspective so that uh, overall the youth are our future. And so being able to really make that change for the future. And so with that, pretty much removing self, removing that self-doubt, it really helped me to push full speed ahead. And I'm so glad that I did. And just being able to continue to make the strides forward, not necessarily looking left or right, but continuing to push forward. And um, as shared before, at times, I may not even be soliciting for help in different capacities. Um, of the nonprofit, but I always seem to really get that outpour of help that uh, people who may want to help with the organization, um, if that's financially, if that's just volunteering, whatever the case may be, um, I do receive that. And so at times that is just a confirmation that this is something that is needed. This is a part of my purpose and that there are individuals who do support this organization and cause. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely think if you are starting a project, it is really important to be passionate about the cause that you're working towards or the goals that you're working towards. So absolutely, yeah. And 
Um, I know you talked a lot about kind of the projects that you've done, like your mentorship programs, your workshops, um, guest speakers, but do you have any, you know, favorite projects that you've done or maybe events that you've hosted that you've just really loved or really enjoyed arranging? Yes. Yeah. And so annually we do have a luncheon and it is usually at the end of the year in December around Christmas break. And this is an opportunity for the students who have been a part of the program to come together. We have our scholarship recipients who do come to the luncheon. And again, this is that time of year where they are home from college during the Christmas break. And at the luncheon, the scholarship recipients, they do have the opportunity to bring their family, their friends, and come on stage and really share about their first semester experience and also say thank you for just the support of the community with the scholarship and saying thank you to mentors and family members. And at that luncheon, we also usually have two guest speakers, mainly motivational speakers who do provide great advice, great motivation, just not only for the students and the youth that are in the audience, but also for the community members, those that do support, just really giving us that extra push to keep on going. It is a great event. We have local artists who do come in. Uh, we, as far as the music, we, it's a catered event. We also have an auction. And so this include different items from businesses near and far. And it is a fun time. It is a great time just to really see the students come together. It is an inspiring, encouraging time. And it is pretty much the celebration at the end of the year. And so it is a fun event to put on. A lot of work goes into it, but mm -hmm. it is definitely fun to have everyone come together. So usually it is in person, but last year it was a virtual event and we're still mm -hmm. looking at what it will look like in 2021. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it seems like you have a lot of um, really amazing projects, work, and you've hosted a lot of really cool events. And so I'm actually wondering what you would say your main overarching goal would be um, through this nonprofit, maybe in terms of the impact that you hope to make or just the support that you want to give out? Yes, yes. So overall, I do want to impact, positively impact as many youth as possible, just really wanting to expose youth to a different way of life. Um, and um, with that, just allowing the youth to leverage the skills and knowledge that they have obtained through the nonprofit, through the programs, or through their mentor, and being able to use that as they do go ahead and, and, and move out or, or move through their journey of life. And with this, also just wanting to be an inspiration to an adult or to others who may want or have that that desire to have to make a change in the world in the world just knowing that they can do it and just there is a need and just to go ahead and and, and do it mm -hmm. yeah that's amazing um I absolutely love that goal and I think that already the work that you're doing is definitely um you know making an impact in a lot of people's lives and so in addition to you know, these projects or events that you've kind of ran in the past, would you say there are any maybe new resources or new upcoming projects or events that you um, are planning to implement soon that might continue to help you reach this goal? 
Yeah, so coming up, we are announcing just our 2021 scholarship recipients and we'll start our mentorship program for them as well as the second year students from last year in September. And so also just as far as just impact and wanting to impact as many students and youth and as well as adults as possible, looking at possible expansion. So right now we are currently serving target individuals in East Bay, but looking mm -hmm. at different locations, if it is within another part of California or possibly another state, but looking at the option of expanding Strive, Survive, Succeed to another location that is that does have this need as well. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely look forward to seeing all of that. And I'll absolutely try to keep updated with all that work with your nonprofit as well. Sounds really exciting. Yeah. So yeah, and I, I know that your nonprofit is um, focused on college prep or education prep. And because a lot of my audience consists of high school students, um, I was wondering if you have any, you know, specific advice for students in preparing for college or just preparing for, um, you know, school after high school, academically or just in any other sense. Yes, I would say just, just stay focused at times, class homework, essays, early morning wake-up calls can seem daunting just with the application process and interviews. It may seem like a lot, but really stay focused, really have that discipline within yourself. And just as you are preparing for college and uh, depending on if you are a senior or um, the level of, of grade that you are in, just know the requirements that are needed for college if you're looking for a specific college, know the requirements that are needed for that college and make sure that you are aware of deadlines. And so mark it on your calendar of when your application is needed or mark it on the calendar when you may have an interview um, and prepare for those items to make sure that you do submit the applications on time and meet those deadlines. And also just kind of make sure that you are keen on just studying skills, time management, because those are something that you will need in college as well. And so right now, this is a preparation time for that. So continuing to stay focused and disciplined in that area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, really great advice. And I know that you actually have your own scholarship, but do you also have any suggestions or resources for um, students finding like external scholarships, both based on financial need or merit? Yes, and so definitely I think that one option if as far as a particular industry or company that you may be interested in after college, looking on that company's website. And so many companies, they do have scholarship for students who are going off to college. And so just with that opportunity, you can obtain a scholarship from that company and also there may be a future opportunity for an internship in the summer or upon graduation, you may be a successful candidate for an employee for that particular, for that particular company. So just um, really that's one option is just looking at the different companies um, or industries that you may be interested in upon graduating from college and looking on their website for scholarship opportunities also just um, there are a lot of scholarship websites out there. So um, scholarship.web where they can filter based off of particular attributes. So if it is race, financial need, 
location, region, there is a way that you are able to filter for certain scholarships in your area. For Strive Survive Succeed, we are really in contact with a lot of the school counselors. And so we do submit the information as far as when the scholarships are open, the scholarship application period, when they are open, the requirements to the college counselors, to, to the principals of the schools in the area. So that is usually sent out in an email blast from the school counselors. And so really make sure that you are checking your emails not only checking, but opening them and reading through what may be included in the emails. And there are a lot of scholarship opportunities within that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super helpful advice. So absolutely. And I know we talked a little bit about um, kind of that concept of self-doubt in the beginning when starting this nonprofit. Um, but would you say that during your time founding and running Strive, Survive, Succeed, you faced any other significant obstacles or challenges? Um, for example, I know that you had run this nonprofit being a student and employee at the same time, which can absolutely be overwhelming. So I would definitely love to hear about that experience as well. Yes, yeah. And so yeah, starting it, I, I, I was a student and uh, as I did go, I worked as well as went to school in the evening full time. And starting the or having the nonprofit, running it, I am currently a full-time employee and uh, running the nonprofit, it is a full-time job as well. And so just being able to balance between the two and, and as well as the additional aspects of my life, it has been a challenge and really being able to set boundaries and write down different tasks and deliverables to keep me on track of different things that I need to get done. And that has been helpful just as far as being able to overcome some of those challenges or work through and, and be successful as the challenges are currently here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that, um, you know, when you are balancing so many things at once, it definitely can be overwhelming at times. But um, I think that's also where time management comes Yes. Um, and becomes like a really essential part of your life. So yeah, absolutely. And um, I remember you talking about how you actually had workshops for time management. So I definitely think that's also a really helpful resource. Um, and yeah, on a more positive note, what would you say is your favorite part about running this nonprofit and, um, you know, helping these students? Yeah, I would say just really being able to work with the students just reading through the scholarship applications and essays and the accomplishment that many of the students have accomplished and the challenges that they have overcame reading through their essays it is definitely um, just uh, it is um, just really being able to connect with them on a different level and i would say that the students that are that are submitting their applications they are i just feel like they're a lot more mature than i was at that age and just being able to work with them in our mentorship program, in the college preparatory workshops and connecting with them and relating with them on certain things. Also just with the Strive Survive Succeed team. And so we do have a great group, a great team of volunteers who really support the mission and support the cause and purpose and being able to work with them and really to accomplish that mission has really been a joy overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds incredible. 
Um, do you think that when you were younger, like maybe in high school, you imagined yourself going down this path of founding this nonprofit and, um, you know, balancing a job on the side and just everything you're doing right now? Do you think you kind of thought that this would be what you were doing? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, just growing up, I didn't think that this is something that I would be doing. I would say that um, yeah, even in my professional career, I wanted to be a, a pediatrician. Um, I have always had that that love for the youth and for kids in general. And so I guess it is some way has that path. But uh, again, I was just more so, I, I did not have that personality of really going out and and creating a nonprofit. I, at, at least at that time, it did not really seem like something that I would do. But mm-hmm. I'm so glad as far as just my journey of life and where it has placed me at today, where I am in this position, where I have been able to create a nonprofit and really be a positive impact to youth, to the world overall. And it has really been a great thing and just really wanting to continue to be that impact in, in this capacity as well as in others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that just kind of goes to show that it's totally okay to change your career path or your interests along the way. You don't always have to decide exactly what you want to be when you are like a high school student, um, even though like sometimes those expectations can be placed on you as a student. But yes, um, it's definitely okay to like kind of change that path that you want to take. Um, yes, yes, very well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that we talked a little bit about your goals for your nonprofit, but do you have maybe any specific plans or goals that you have for yourself, for your career, or just your personal life in general? Yes, I would say that, yeah, just continuing to live out this journey of life through my purpose, making strides for change and making the world a better place. And then if that's through a smile with scholarships, programs, as well as future endeavors, as far as um, possible entrepreneurship entrepreneurship opportunities and, um, and investment opportunities, as well as just really being able to have that aspect and impact on life and also just being able to raise a family of my own one day where they are able to also be an impact and, and being a, a, a good place to share with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All sounds really wonderful. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, And yeah, I guess before we end today, um, I would love if you could just share maybe any last tips from your personal experiences um, in terms of maybe balancing your family life, your career and your mental health all at once, or um, just taking initiative to make change, or even just any other advice you might have in relation to preparing for college. Yes, I would say that it is definitely important to really set boundaries and and make sure that you have that clear why of why you may be doing something. And so, you know, I do have different items that I am currently working on. And so really making sure that I do have those boundaries so that I am able to fully bring myself as far as in my professional career with the nonprofit and my personal social life and home life where I am able to really accomplish the mission that I have for, for, for me and the goals that I have for myself. And so creating boundaries has been very helpful. And there is a, a book called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one concept in that book is really based off of the different roles that you may have in life. If it is, if it is a daughter, a friend, a 
financial manager or executive director and as well as any additional roles that you may have you would write those down as well as the goals that you have for each role and on a weekly or monthly basis you would then write down the different tasks or items that you want to accomplish for the month in order to continue to make strides toward your overall goal for each role. And so that has been very helpful just as far as really understanding and confirming when to say yes, and also confirming when to say no, to make sure that I am able to really pour into the different roles that are currently that I currently have in life. Um, so, so setting boundaries is very important. I would just say that really make sure that you do have that in life just for the students and for the adults as well and just if you do want to go out there and make change just put one foot in front of the other go out there and do it the world needs your leadership the world needs your passion for change and just really um, go out there and, and make that change awesome yeah again super amazing advice super helpful information so thank you so much again and also thank you again for being a guest today um, I think this is a wonderful place to kind of end our But before we do that, do you have any platforms or websites or social media that you'd kind of just like to shout out? Yes, yeah. And so we are on Facebook, Instagram, as well as LinkedIn. And the name for all three of those, it is Strive, Survive, Succeed. We also have our website and the website address is strivesurvivesucceed.org. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much again for just coming on as a speaker today. Yeah, no, thank you so much, Aline, for having me. Really appreciate the time, really enjoyed speaking and really wanting to share with others and be a positive impact. But thank you so much for the opportunity. Mm -hmm.